0: In the meantime, just head over to patreoncom slash files. It's free to join Patreon to get a preview, and you can upgrade anytime. That's patreoncom slash files. Help us start something special. This is Rainmaker FM, the digital marketing podcast network. It's built on the Rainmaker platform, which empowers you to build your own digital marketing and sales platform. Start your free 14-day trial at RainmakerPlatform.com. <laughs> These are the writer files. A tour of the habits, habitats, and brains of working writers, from online content creators to fictionists, journalists, entrepreneurs, and beyond. I'm your host, Calgary, writer, podcaster, and media file. And each week we'll discover how great writers keep the ink flowing, the cursor moving, and avoid writer's block. This week's guest, prolific multi-brand entrepreneur Joanna Penn, has turned her passion for writing into a successful career as both an educator and bestselling indie author. As her dark alter ego J.F. Penn, she's not chart toppers on both the New York Times and USA Today bestsellers lists. And as a nonfiction writer, professional speaker, podcaster, and entrepreneur, she's been voted one of the Guardian UK's top 100 creative professionals. Her site, thecreativepen.com, offers both publishing and marketing resources and is a regularly voted uh, top 10 website for writers. Join us for this two part interview. In part one of the file, Joanna and I discuss how to turn your passion into a career, the cumulative successes of creating every day, how rewarding your inner child can boost productivity, why input equals output for writers and how to write books while competing in an ultramarathon. Ms. Joanna Penn, thank you so much for coming on The Writer Files to chat with me.
1: Oh, thanks for having me, Kelton. It's good to be on the show.
0: Well, wow, you sound great. Um, I know that you are a busy lady, but it's a little late, later there uh, where you are. So thank you again for taking the time. And we can just jump right into the questions if you like.
1: Yeah. Let's go for it.
0: So, for listeners of the podcast who may not be familiar, can you tell us a little bit about your kind of your origin story?
1: Yeah, sure. So, um, I I won't go too far back, but I did a master's in theology at Oxford University, which, you know, is probably one of the the oldest and most useless degrees in the world. But what happens when you go to Oxford is uh, you do this thing called the milk round and uh, all these big companies come and try and recruit you. So I, you know, as many people do out of uni, didn't know what to do, needed to pay off some debts. So I took a job with an international management consultancy firm uh, called Accenture and uh, basically then fell into a good job you know, what your parents want you to do, and ended up implementing accounts payable systems all over Europe and Asia Pacific. Now, I mean, you know, talk about Dilbert and kind of, you know, corporate America style (laughs) type stuff. And, And it really was the job you're meant to have, you know, I ended up with the house, and it was good money, and I had the respect and all that type of stuff. But I was really miserable and kind of creatively dead. And I pretty much knew that going straight into that job. But it took me sort of 10 years of trying other things. I I tried running a scuba diving company in New Zealand, um, I wow. tried property investment, I tried I tried so many things to find something that I could be passionate about that I would love doing with my life. Um, you know, I love traveling, so I, I did a lot of traveling, but I kept having to go back to that day job as I know many people do. Um, and uh, in the end, I kind of, you know, the only, the things that I really, really loved doing the most were reading books, traveling, and writing in my journals. So that's kind of how it all got started.
0: Yeah. So when when was that moment when you decided I'm going to be a writer?
1: Well, you know, I think I I always loved books. So, you know, I was one of those little kids who carried around books instead of teddies. Um, But I I wrote in journals and I wrote bad poetry like most teenagers. But in terms of actually being a writer, it was, I just hit the wall with that job. You know, I was like, I cannot believe I'm going back again for like the fifth time back to this sort of technical job. And I just, I was reading a lot of self-help books, listening to a lot of podcasts, um, you know, in the early days back in 2006, 2007. And I decided to write a, a self-help book for myself <laughs> in order to change my own life and maybe help others as well. Because I thought by examining the process of why I was so miserable when I had what other people might consider a good life, and I felt a lot of guilt around not being happy in that life. So I decided to write this self-help book. It's uh, it is out there as career change, and I thought of, you know I thought maybe I'd end up being a sort of British introverted Tony Robbins, uh, which didn't end up happening, obviously, but. Um, um, writing that book, that first non-fiction book, changed my life because I I learned about how to write a book. I learned about um, self-publishing. I, just, I at that point I knew nothing about publishing, and when I found out about the publishing industry, I just went, "Whoa, that's just crazy!" So I self-published. You know, then discovered internet, the internet marketing world, blogging, and all that. So that kind of moment of deciding to write. It it wasn't that I decided to be a writer. It was that I decided to write something that would help me and would, uh, you know, I I think I think by writing, I know that you write a lot and you know, many listeners are writers and I could only work out how to change my life by writing this book.
0: Hmm. Yeah. I have heard that before and felt that (laughs) compulsion at, at times. So how did you get to where you are now? You are a national bestseller, um, both in the New York times and USA today, and you write amazing thrillers and nonfiction as well. And you're just kind of, I mean, you've done so many different things. How, how, how do you think you made that leap into kind of your current incarnation?
1: Well, I think, you know, after I wrote that first book, uh, I started blogging. um, I think I I discovered Coffee Blogger back around then, uh, you know, started learning about what you could do with the internet. And that really fired me up because what I could see, I could see people who were making a living in the way that I wanted to make a living, which was location independence, which was, um, you know, I I thought at that point that I would be like, a, you know, just make money through blogging style writing. Um, But uh, I also at that point, you know, discovered a community online i uh, so i discovered I guess it was modelling the fact that I could see people who were doing this and self-publishing around two thousand and eight, two thousand and nine, when the Kindle first came out, started to really take off. So what I could see was a direct route to a life that I wanted in, you know, kind of f- four or five years uh, ahead of that. So, um, you know, two thousand and eight, I sort of dedicated myself to becoming a writer and uh, started writing fiction uh, as well as non-fiction, blogging, podcasting, all of that, and. And in September, 2011, I, I guess I should say I, I went part-time at work. So I went down to four days a week at my consultancy job. And I pretty much decided that it was just a, a day job that I wasn't going to focus on that at all. I would just do the basic bare minimum to keep my job. And then I did, uh, I, and September, 2011, I was able to give that up because I was making enough money through books and the website and professional speaking. And, uh, since then, as you say, I've, I've written, uh, 10 novels and, uh, five, nonfiction out now. And I'm also a professional speaker. And, uh, you know, so it's kind of in terms of how how did i get here it really has just been the repetition of the same things which is you know writing every day creating something every day and then also focusing on the marketing side which you know as a introverted writer i think the internet is amazing because i could do it all from my desk at home and uh, so so real, realistically i haven't done anything different all that's happened is the cumulative effect of doing these things every day has kind of completely radically changed my life. So you know now I'm a uh, you know six figure uh, author and uh, you know very happy. I just hired my husband out of his job. So yeah, it's really kind of just completely changed from following that process of creating every day.
0: Well, that's that's such a great story and truly inspiring for writers and and um, I, I love what you've done with kind of all of the. All of the pieces. And I love the message, especially of the finding your creative, creative flow and, and chasing your, your curiosity. Earlier in the show, I mentioned an invaluable resource for writers. Truth is the Arrow, Mercy is the Bow, a DIY manual for the construction of stories based on three decades of writing, failing, and trying again. Just head over to patreon.com slash the writer files for bonus writing resources, monthly episode breakdowns writers, happy hour, a community of your peers, ad free episodes and more. It's free to join to get a preview and you can upgrade anytime. That's patreon.com slash the writer files. Help us start something cool and special. Keep calm and write on. So let's just, uh, well, where can we find your writing out there? Where can, where can other writers find you, both your, nonfiction and uh, fiction stuff.
1: Uh, well, all the books are at all the online bookstores in ebook, print and audiobook format. And for uh, for writers, the thecreativepen.com, and that's pen with a double N. And there's loads of stuff there about writing and self-publishing and book marketing. And then my thrillers are uh, under JF Pen, and that's F for Francis, and they're at jfpen.com. So yeah, I, I have these two brands. And, you know, again, something I, uh, you know, you know, and we we learn is, is keeping different brands for different different audiences. So J.F. Penn is my dark side and you don't get to interview her. She she just <laughs> she, She's very uh, quiet and just hangs out writing dark things and kind of killing people in different ways and looking for murder <laughs> weapons and, and hanging out in graveyards. And um, you get to talk to Joanna Penn, who's the happy, jolly, uh, you know, helpful person.
0: <laughs> very nice. What um, are you presently working on over there?
1: Right now I'm, I'm writing on, uh, working on Risen Gods, which is a dark fantasy supernatural thriller set in New Zealand, Aotearoa. Uh, And it's kind of lots of gods and demons and end of the world destruction and very pacey adventure and uh, having a lot of fun, basically taking a load of Maori um, gods and demons and uh, destroying New Zealand, which is a country I love and I have dual citizenship with New Zealand and the UK. But uh, I thought it was time to uh, have a a bit of a go. Uh, And this is also my first co-writing experience, which is really fascinating as, as a writer, you know, we do so much on our own. Obviously we work with editors and stuff, but co-writing is very, very different. And, uh, I decided to push myself with collaboration and I guess I'm also plotting, uh, Destroyer of Worlds, which is the next in my arcane action adventure series. So yeah lots of, lot, I've actually got a whole load of books going at the moment, a couple of nonfiction as well. I used to think I couldn't work on more than one at once, but now it is, as, as you know, you know, once the ideas start flowing, you kind of got to capture them somehow.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, that's great. We'll look for, we'll look for those, uh, upcoming titles and, uh, find your present stuff, which is all really, really fun and excellent writing. So let's talk a little bit about productivity. If you care to share how much time uh, per day, would you say you're reading or doing research for your projects?
1: Uh, I'm always always kind of reading I, I read on my paper white I read on my phone um, I read sort of three to five books a week and I you know as much time as I can I'm I'm reading or you know reading by listening as well I think um, that the word reading implies you're just doing it with your eyes but now with audiobooks you can do it with your ears as well so um, I'm, I'm kind of trying to take in information all the time because I think that uh, you know uh, ideas are like a, a flow you know like a big pipe and you've got to put stuff in the top so that stuff comes out the bottom <laughs> so mm-hmm. the ideas come from feeding the creative well as such and I, I sort of have this idea of composting that you have to put all this stuff on the compost so all the good stuff uh comes out the bottom <laughs> 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 uh, which is a got interesting metaphor when you think about it too hard but you know it just takes time and so i think putting stuff in my head just you know it comes out at another uh point and um yeah. So I guess it's it's hard to say, but I definitely be at least an hour, two hours a day of reading specifically.
0: Yeah. And before you start to write, do you have any pregame psych up rituals or?
1: Um, No, I mean it's kind of that uh when I do my you know first draft writing I I just need coffee (laughs) and I need to get away from the desk that I I'm sitting at now the kind of desk where I do all the other stuff Mm. and I don't really do anything beforehand except that it's first thing in the morning so I guess I just have breakfast and then I I go and uh write but afterwards, I do log my word counts and I get a sticker if I hit a certain <laughs> word count. And I like talking about this. Actually, there is something I started doing um, earlier last year that might help people, um, especially with the craze at the moment is um, adult coloring books. So I do have a whole load of coloring books and colored pens because my, you know, your creative self as a child and you need to reward it so I was like you know how do you make you know people talk about discipline to write and all that but it's not about discipline it's about having fun especially when you're writing fiction it's like yeah I'm blowing stuff up it's really fun so (laughs) I would start coloring beforehand like give myself some coloring time and that would bring out my that would dampen down that the, the part of me that's like oh I should do my emails and I should you know do my accounting or whatever um mm. the child would come out then and then i could go and write i don't really need to do that now because i i've kind of trained myself and then i get stickers because stickers reward the child so i've got all of these bright shiny stickers and like insects and like robots and shiny <laughs> shiny <laughs> things so i mean it's it, if you have fun like that then i mean maybe other people don't need to <laughs> game it like that but it's quite fun you know so that. So that's what happens afterwards. And I go yeah. only get a sticker if I get over 1,500 words. And I'll get super stickers if I get over 2,000 words. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Are you a writer who commits to, uh, writing every day?
1: Well, I I write something every day, um, but I do schedule specific blocks of writing for first draft for books. So, um, I would say that I try and create something every day. I try and put something new into the world and I've got on my wall here, a big sign that says, have you made art today? So, uh, you know, however you define art is important, but when I'm actually writing a book, like first draft of a book, like I just did with Risen Gods, I actually schedule that in my diary like I would any other business appointment because um, this is a business as well as an art and they pretty much block out, uh, you know, every every day, half a day, five days a week to go and write a hardcore first draft. And then of course there's editing time and um, other things like, you know, production stuff, like um, book cover stuff and uh, research and all of that. So I, I, I don't write brand new words of books every day, but I do create something every day.
0: And it sounds like mornings are the most productive time for you. Do you also have a special office? It sounds like you have more than one office there.
1: Yeah, well, mornings definitely. And I'm really, I do try and not check email or anything when I'm on those days I'm doing fiction in particular. Um, But what I tend to do is just go um, anywhere else. So I can actually work in a library or a cafe. It doesn't really matter. But what I do is I I plug in rain and thunderstorms on repeat. So I just have an album on iTunes and I just, you know, I have one of those old um, iPods that don't have a phone (laughs) attached. (laughs) And I actually, you know, just I have rain and thunderstorms on it. And I just listen to it over and over again. It's sort of a white noise that cancels out the noise of the cafe or even in in the library. I I just need that kind of noise. And it puts me into maybe like a meditative state where I can get into flow more quickly. That's really uh, important. And I think getting away from this desk, getting away from where you do the other work of the business, uh, you know, the emails particularly, um, and uh, interviews like this and things that are more the marketing side or the you know, the other side of the business. So yeah, that's important. I also, I was going to say there's a website called noisely.com, which Mm. is brilliant. And you can kind of set all these different sounds, waves and wind. And that's really, really cool.
0: Yeah. I, I use that trick myself. I love that website. Um, I think I use it every day. So I'll link to that in the show notes for sure. Oh, cool. And, uh, okay. So here's the million dollar question. Do you believe in writer's block? (laughs)
1: <laughs> well, you know, with all respect to people, I, I don't. Um, I think, as I mentioned before, I think the creative process is more like a pipe and uh, you have to put stuff in for stuff to come out the bottom. And I think often people feel like they have writer's block because they haven't put enough stuff in the top of the pipe. So um, if if people are feeling stuck, then the best thing to do is go and experience things. Uh, so I like traveling, for st- finding story ideas, um, you know, read other books, um, you know, Watch a lot of documentaries for example are amazing for getting ideas I find um and just you know start sort of gathering ideas from the environment and and writing those down and um to me that will you know help move it on and and the other thing I think that when people again take themselves really seriously and they're writing this big serious thing that can really block you too because it becomes you know not fun and often we procrastinate or you know don't do things we should maybe should do because of that like should you be doing this or should should you be writing this great novel or whatever? But if you just try and have a bit of fun, don't take yourself so seriously um, and write the things that you love and that make you really excited. Like I wrote this um this scene where uh, my characters in New Zealand sort of fought this big uh, octopus uh, in uh, you know massive octopus pulling all these ships down under and it was so fun to write <laughs> <laughs> that you know it, it was just was really really fun so i think that 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 writer's block happens when maybe people aren't writing the things that really turn them on
0: definitely well, let's get into a workflow a little bit. I know that you're not lugging a Smith Corona typewriter around with you as you uh, <laughs> globetrot and uh, do your thing. So what what type of uh, hardware are you using?
1: Uh, MacBook Pro. And I am trying, I'm, my big plan next year is to try and move to dictation. So I want to be able to walk while I'm writing. And it's a big mindset shift as well as a, you know, hardware shift. But that is my, my big plan. And I've, I've actually, you know, I'm a very goal oriented person and I've booked myself on a, a hundred kilometer ultra marathon, <laughs>
0: Wow. But
1: next July. <laughs> so I'm like, my, the way I'm going to train is by walking and writing while walking. So, it, you know, that, that's, that's going to force me into shifting because if I have to spend like five or six hours walking every day, then I might as well be writing.
0: <laughs> that is fascinating. Well, I'll be very interested to uh, read more about that process. Hopefully you'll blog a little bit about that.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: And do you have um, a go-to software that you're using for your writing kind of general workflow stuff?
1: Yeah, I mean, it's Scrivener. I know so many writers use Scrivener. It really is the number one thing. Like I don't write in order. So um, all my uh, my fiction and nonfiction I use Scrivener for and just drag and drop things into the other you know, order. And it's just got some great tools around being able to um, track the different scenes and put little labels on it. And also what's brilliant if you're self-publishing is it outputs the right files for Kindle and the EPUB files for like iBooks and Nook and Kobo and things. so for like 45 us dollars it's absolutely amazing and is kind of the number one tool i think i would really really struggle to run my business without scrivener i'm you know just a massive fan of it
0: excellent excellent Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. So Scrivener has, I think, a lot of built-in kind of organizational stuff. Do you have any other um, hacks that you use to just keep on track?
1: i'm not sure whether it's a hack it's really showing my age but i have a, a physical Philofax diary on my desk or a schedule i can't remember what Americans call it but you know like um with, with all my days in and i, I like a, a day planner yeah. and um i plan everything i mean i'm planned sort of months and months out in advance um because in that way i can sh- actually schedule the writing time and i schedule time for jf penn um my thriller self and i schedule joanna penn time as well so i make you know, because when I get into that headset of the thriller writer, that that kind of goes deeper, and I can be off on my little thing for a while. Um, so I need to schedule bigger blocks of time to kind of get into fiction head. Um, so that physical file is—I do run my whole life on that. I don't actually use a calendar online, which is uh, <laughs> ter- might be terrible in 2015. But also um, in terms of technology, I, I obviously I have a smartphone. I have a, um, uh, an iPhone, and I use Things app. Um, uh, and it's on the phone and the Mac and as well as my to-do list, which is in Things, I also have a folder called Fiction Ideas. So wherever I am, I will write um, ideas into the phone and it syncs with the, you know, it's a cloud thing. So I can uh, essentially note down just words or images or anything and uh, they go in that folder. I know some people use Evernote, but I just found it overly complicated. Yeah. So um, I just use Things app and then I'll go and look in that folder um, when I'm, you know, thinking, you know, one of the, the ideas that have come up lately? I also have about 200 notebooks. <laughs> <laughs> but, but I find that Things is the, is the easiest because it, it, cause it's a cloud-based uh, software, basically.
0: Yeah. Well, I know scheduling is a great way to kind of beat procrastination because it forces you to sit down at a, as prescribed time. Do you have any other tips for beating procrastination?
1: Uh, well set uh, deadlines for me it's about deadlines i mean now my my full time living is you know is based on writing and so for me it's like okay so i need another book you know this is my production schedule i need books because this is my income um but it so that kind of helps you beat procrastination <laughs> um, but setting deadlines around word counts so for example you know if you have to write um 70,000 words then um and you you can write 10,000 words a week, for example, then, you know, that's seven weeks. So say, okay, in seven weeks, that will be where I am. And, you know, actually work that back in your diary and and put those days in. So that's like 2,000 words a day, five days a week. So these types of things, it when you actually just are doing it and I I don't want to sound like it's like a negative thing. You can tell I'm having fun. Mm. Um, but when it's a job, you know, it's like sit down and write 2000 words (laughs) just, just to kind of do it. Like I used to go to my job and implement accounts payable, (laughs) you know, I can sit down and write 2000 words about, you know, killing demonic creatures. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's a lot more fun. So I think setting deadlines around and, and if people are just starting, like if you're writing your first book, for example, um, uh, set something that is very memorable. So if it's your birthday or Thanksgiving or, you know, a date when you will know when it comes up and then you'll be like, oh, I said I would do that by then. <laughs> that's yeah. really an important thing, I think. So, yeah, setting deadlines and then working back and actually um, diarizing those things.
0: And how do you unplug at the end of a a long day over there?
1: Uh, I do interviews like this.
0: (laughs) Yeah, sure. (laughs) No,
1: no, normally I will, um, reading, I will normally, I'd be in bed by now, it's terrible, isn't it? But I I normally go to bed and read for about 45 minutes to an hour every night. Um, So that's really good. And I do also like a nice Pinot Noir, so um, (laughs) that can also help. But yeah, certainly reading, um, I, I just do a lot of that and kind of wind down that way.
0: Thanks so much for joining me for the first half of this tour through the writer's process. The second half will be published next week. And if you enjoy The Writer Files, please subscribe to the show. Leave us a rating or a review and help other writers to find us. For more episodes or to just leave a comment or a question, you can drop by writerfiles.fm. And you can always chat with me on Twitter at Kelton Reed. Cheers. Talk to you next week.